Renovating your home doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about understanding some key principles and having a plan. Welcome to the Behind the Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, Alice T. Chan. I've been obsessed with all things home since I was 10 years old and have been improving homes professionally for nearly two decades. This podcast is dedicated to helping you navigate the messy and the magical when it comes to home improvement. Consider this the real talk behind the scenes, not the produced plot twists of home and garden television shows. Each week, I'll share my tried and true tips, lessons, and interviews with real people just like you who have renovated and lived to tell about it. Get ready to ugly cry happy tears as you do the happy dance. Okay, let's do this. Your new and improved home is waiting. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Behind the Renovation podcast. I am so excited to have this opportunity to chat with you. For those of you who don't know who I am, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alice T. Chan, and I'm a home renovation and design strategist and all-around project manager. I started my business 17 years ago after being laid off from the dot-com bust of the early 2000s, and I found myself going back to my roots of working as a patent legal assistant at a law firm, and I hated it. Okay, hate might be a strong word, but there was a reason why I left in the first place. It was so boring. And the funny thing is, everyone made such a big deal about how difficult it was to work in the patent and trademark space. And in my humble opinion, it's not hard. It just requires you to think in a very systematic way. Everything we did was one big checklist, which works really well for my type A personality. Every single application had a specific process that it went through, and as long as you followed that process, you were good. And if you think about it, that's basically how most things work. I got into the habit of creating checklists for most everything I do for two reasons. One is to make sure that I don't miss anything, and two is to not reinvent the wheel every time I do it. Take packing, for example. You pretty much need the same things every time you pack for a trip. There are very specific toiletries that you need, and there are specific articles of clothing that you need, such as undergarments and pajamas. So why is it that we all don't just have a checklist that we follow each time so that we don't have to waste brain power thinking about what we need? Just grab the checklist and pull the inventory. There's a quick tip for you. Create a general packing checklist and keep a copy in your suitcase to make your life easier for the next trip. I'm going to do the same. So now back to when I was working in a law firm. I just couldn't imagine working there for the rest of my life. And just two years earlier in 2001, I was selling a house at the same time as a good friend of mine was selling his. I staged my own home to the best of my abilities with the resources that I had. And he spent a lot of money having his property professionally staged. And I had seen what his house looked like before. He had completed a renovation, which was very nice, but the house itself was very cold. There was no personality because there was nothing in it. Nobody lived there. But after the stagers did their magic, it looked amazing. I was so impressed with how well the property showed. It was warm and inviting and obviously helped him sell the house for top dollar. And as I walked around admiring the transformation, I just kept thinking to myself and actually saying out loud to him that I could have done this for him and maybe for less, but I just didn't know how. I mean, I didn't have deep pockets. Where was I supposed to get all the furniture and the accessories? I didn't understand how to do the business side of it all, and I didn't even know there was such a thing as home staging at that time. It wasn't as well known as it is now. I was familiar with model homes. It was something that I was obsessed with since I was 10 years old. I mean, literally, that was my hobby. I could not get enough of it. I still enjoy a good model home tour today. 
So long story short, with the encouragement of my friend and a longing to do something more exciting than working at a law firm, albeit a very nice firm, I did my research, took a class, and started my home staging business in 2003. And like most stagers, I was helping realtors and homeowners prepare houses to sell. Initially, I made recommendations to remove clutter and excess furniture and depersonalizing. I would bring in furniture and accessories to make the house show better for photos and open houses, and it worked. We had great results from doing just that. But after a few months, I felt like I needed to do more. I put myself in the shoes of the buyer and the seller and considered what they would want at the end of the day. Since I've been both a buyer and a seller in different market conditions, and I've been the professional working from a neutral standpoint, I totally understood all the various perspectives. Yes, removing the clutter and swapping out furnishings and accessories was very important. And let's be honest, if you have an ugly house and we put lipstick on a pig, as the saying goes, and the pig being the house, when we wipe off that lipstick, that ugly house rears its ugly head. What I mean is when the house is sold, and it always did, we'd remove the furniture and the accessories. And what are you left with? Exactly. So I started working with clients to do mini makeovers on their properties. We'd paint, replace light fixtures, because you always knew when a house was last updated based on the style of light fixtures in the home. We'd update the appliances, making sure that they all matched, meaning that they were the same color so that you didn't have a black dishwasher and an almond refrigerator and then maybe a white microwave hood. These were real scenarios, in case you're wondering. We'd replace carpet or update the flooring. That's when pergo laminate flooring was first coming on the scene, and it was huge. It's so funny when you think back to what was the in thing at the time. And these small changes made me feel better about the whole process because there's an increased value to the buyer. Staging is marketing, and it's very, very important. But the renovations created a return on investment that was tangible. So we started off doing minor updates and upgrades to now doing full-blown house renovations and additions. I've also had the opportunity to work on an HGTV production a few years ago. It was a new show that never ended up getting picked up, but we did film and it aired eight episodes. I think I'll do an episode recapping what I learned from that experience, so stay tuned for that. But it was the perfect gig for me because it tapped into my home staging experience on Overdrive. We renovated eight houses and each house had at least one major project, meaning we either redid a kitchen or a bathroom. And all of this was at warp speed on a very tight budget. And then we made over adjoining spaces that would be part of the reveal. It was crazy. I never worked so hard in my life. But again, I will share those details with you at a later date. So my point is, I've learned a lot over the last 17 plus years. I've worked on a lot of different projects, whether it's for homeowners who are looking to sell, realtors helping homeowners to sell, homeowners who have bought a fixer-upper or maybe a builder basic property that now wants to upgrade their everyday lifestyle, investors who want to flip a property. Oh, wait a minute. There was another show I worked on that was similar to that concept. And the list goes on. What that means is I've learned a lot along the way, and this podcast will serve as a candid look at the behind-the-scenes realities of Behind the Renovation. Get it? I'm going to dive into my archives to refresh my memory on the good, the bad, and the sometimes very ugly. I also look forward to sharing stories of real people who have renovated and will explore their experiences so that we can learn from them what to do and what not to do. I hope you're as excited about this as I am. I hope you can hear it in my voice. I've attempted sharing in the past and had a short-lived radio show way back when called the Stage Tome Lifestyle Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And I do have a YouTube channel. 
But if anyone has ever done YouTube, you know that filming, editing, and producing a video is extremely time consuming. So I look forward to chatting with you here on the podcast every single week. Please join me for all things home improvement. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode and please tell your friends about us. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm raising my virtual glass to say cheers to your soon to be new and improved home.